You're listening to your Dental Top 5 podcast with Amanda Hill, informing you on the top trends in dentistry every Thursday. Brought to you by the creators of A Tale of Two Hygienists podcast. And now, here's your host, Amanda Hill. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Your Dental Top 5, where we take trending topics in dentistry and break them down into five usable highlights that you can take back to your op, your life, or just look smarter at your next dinner party. I'm your host, Amanda Hill. So today's episode is an exciting one. Oh my gosh, I say that every episode. Okay, but they're all exciting, right? You guys are excited about every single episode. Like every Thursday, you're like, yes, it's podcast day. Okay, I'm gonna listen. Okay, so but this week's episode, I'm kind of fanning. I gotta tell you guys, like we have somebody on that like I watch all the time, like on Facebook Lives and our webinars and oh my gosh, they are on the podcast. So we are going to talk about the top five reasons why hygienists are the best champions for sleep in the office. And who better to talk about sleep than the sleep RN, Julia Worrell, who's also the editor-in-chief of The Best Sleep magazine. Oh my gosh, Julia, thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here with you, Amanda. Thank you for that fantastic introduction. I'm honored. You know... I mean, I spent the majority of the pandemic, I got to say, watching you on Facebook Lives or listening to you on A Tale of Two Hygienists. If you guys have never heard Julia before, if you're like, who is this sleep RN? Go back and listen to her episodes on A Tale of Two Hygienists and it will blow your mind and you'll be like, oh my gosh, there's so much I didn't know and now I can't unknow it and now there's so much I have to do. And Julia today is going to talk to us about all the cool things that we can do and how freaking smart we already all are. Julia, how did you get into sleep? What is what is that story? Well, I was a critical care nurse for a number of years, but on a personal level, I suffered with migraines and um, extreme fatigue. I chalked it up to shift work, of course, um, high stress environment in the emergency department, uh, stress, and that's that was always reinforced when I went to the doctors. I was on a number of medications for my medic, my migraines, but never seemed to get any resolution. And, and it was one day filling in for a de- at a dental office. They were doing oral surgery and they needed a nurse to sedate the patient. So when I was there, I saw the dental office had a, p- a poster that said, ask your dentist about sleep apnea. And for me, I just couldn't wrap my head around that. As soon as I started discovering that dentistry actually holds the key to so many medical issues, um, I started on a path of education and learning everything I could about what dentistry brings to the patients from a, a medical standpoint. And I've never been able to look back, to tell you the truth. You know, one of the things that I love most about you is that you are not a knower. You are alert. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, I, right? I want to know why. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, that is that is what everything that I've ever heard you talk about. You don't take that, oh, uh, it's stress or, oh, you know, sort of what that pat answer is. No, the answer really is, you know, you're digging into that why and you're going to keep learning and learning and learning and learning. And then and then you're going to share that learning and learn from more people that learn and learn and learn. Right. I mean, I think it's super important if we're helping patients that we understand fully how the body works and being told to manage your stress is such a like a benign, like 
What does that mean exactly? And you're saying that stress is impacting my body. How? What is it doing? What is, you know, we leave people in the dark. We tell them to make better lifestyle choices. We shame them. We don't tell them how to fix their lives. And if we can't explain that, how are they ever supposed to figure it out? And I think we do it because we don't know the answer. And so we're like, okay, uh, you know, go fix your stress and, and live a healthier life. But we personally are not embracing that either. And so I think it's so important that, that understanding the why allows us to then embrace it in our own lives and then help others do the same thing. And so that's, I think that's the key to that learning capacity Absolutely. That, that I think you are just so blessed at. All right, well, let's launch into your top five. So what are the top five reasons why hygienists are the best sleep champion in the office? Okay, so the first thing I would talk about is that hygienists actually are in the mouths, literally, of people every day. That's what we do. I, Yeah, I wish as a nurse that I understood and I saw things the way you see them because we don't get that training. So when you are looking in the mouth, you're already identifying so many areas that could be impacting the health of our patients, right? So if we were to just have you see things a different way, not add another thing to your, your list of issues you have to treat, it would be similar to you know, learning about perio and then recognizing it, learning about oral cancer and then recognizing it. And all we're asking is that your eyes become tuned to seeing the signs and symptoms of an airway issue that could impact sleep. So you are there. You are the perfect person. Um, how long would an average hygiene appointment About be? About 60 minutes. 60 minutes, you're staring into that mouth. You're fighting with the tongue. The person's gagging. You're seeing signs of wear and tear, abfractions, grinding, um, you know, recession. Yeah, you're seeing all those signs, but maybe not piecing it together. The same way I looked in throats for years, but I didn't see compromised airways. Well, we tend to be very right? reactive. So we see the recession and we say, okay, you need grafting. We see the cracks and we say, oh, you need a crown, as opposed to pausing and saying, why are we seeing these things? It gets back to our learning, our why. Why am I seeing? Why did you need three endos this year? Like, why are you getting so many root canals? What is that why? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the why. And so when I started my nursing program, the first year was normal anatomy and physiology. The remaining years were all about pathophysiology. You see this, you do this. You see this, you prescribe this. You see this, they need a surgery of some kind. So it was always like, recognize it and then treat it. We, we kind of got away from recognize it and then understand why it became dysfunctional. So that's the missing piece. That's exactly it. Oh, I love it. All right, well, what's number two? So those people that are sitting in your chair that you're seeing every day, all day, I guarantee you the majority of them are struggling with a sleep issue. If one in three people have mental health issues, depression, anxiety, one in three people can't get enough sleep. If you were to ask your patients, how are you sleeping? I guarantee you they or someone in their family is struggling 
terribly. So recognizing the signs of an airway dysfunction, sleep breathing issue is one thing. Add to that now, asking them about the quality of their sleep. You have gone from being a, a tooth cleaner to somebody now who is looking at the whole person and a wellness driven mentality to help your patients think about the value now in their eyes of what you're able to offer to them. Absolutely. We're then truly a healthcare provider, which exactly. is what we are, but exactly. we're helping, we're helping patients see, oh my gosh, they, they care about my overall health. They care about my health and wellness. This isn't about pretty white teeth. Exactly. Exactly. And I didn't recognize that. You know, as a nurse, before I got into this world, I didn't recognize that. I literally thought the dental office is where I went to get my teeth shiny, white, etc. I felt so like mind blown when I realized how much you guys can see about a person in terms of inflammation, the oral systemic connection. Um, I just I couldn't believe that we don't get this knowledge in the medical side of things. So I've had a huge learning curve to, to, to overcome. And I'm looking for hygienists to help them kind of learn what I know so we can cross share our knowledge. You mean we can like help people together? Wow, I love Go it. figure. Go figure, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> What's number three? So especially since the pandemic, sleep issues is the number one thing that people are going to their doctors for and asking for help. Um, you may see even things like uh, the medications that people are being given to quote unquote help them with these issues are causing severe dry mouth, which then exacerbates the problem. Or they're wearing masks and they're mouth breathing. Yes, so now you're starting to see more of those, those issues in your office and the connection between the two is never made. But can you imagine if you were in a position to change lives by taking that knowledge? You guys actually see patients more frequently than their primary care provider would. And a primary care provider has about six minutes on average to spend with somebody um, a sleep doctor spends about 10 to 15 minutes with them. A psychiatrist spends about 10 minutes with a patient. So how are they ever going to get the knowledge that they need to be empowered to help themselves if, if nobody has the time to educate them? So from my perspective, dental hygienists spend an hour every what? Twice a year? Or more. Roughly? Yeah. Or more. Who else would be in the perfect position to be educating their patients and, and following up and checking on them? I mean, I think it's just a perfect combination. Absolutely. And, and it's all, again, it's about getting back to that why. And that's really helping us solve that why. Which then, you know, even if you're like, sleep, sleep's not my gig, like whatever. Okay, but solving the sleep issue or getting to the why of the sleep issue solves that dry mouth issue that you're fighting with or solves that decay issue that you're fighting with or solves that endo issue that you're fighting with. So right. even if you're like, no, I just want to stay in the mouth. This is in the mouth. Mm -hmm. It's all connected. 
it, it's like a doctor saying, I'm just going to worry about the high blood pressure and diabetes. I'm not going to worry about the sleep. But the sleep issues are causing the high blood pressure and diabetes. So you're never going to get resolution if you don't address it. And yes, perio and all those issues are the same thing. What is feeding it? What is causing the inflammation? Um, yeah, it's just, it blows my mind that uh, people feel it's an option. It's an option to, to address these issues. The ADA in 2017 came out and said that dental providers will screen every patient. It says, shall screen every patient for a sleep and breathing disorders or airway issues. I've heard some providers say, well, it says shall. shall. It doesn't say must. So you're telling me that when you have the opportunity to help your patient by supporting the airway, which is the ABC, it's the very the primary thing that a healthcare provider should be addressing is airway. You're saying, meh, I don't think I want to. It's sort of like our CDC says uh, they have recommendations for infection control. And they're like, oh, it's only a recommendation. It's, yeah. You don't care. You have to do it. So exactly, do your job exactly. and do your best. Yes. All right. Well, what's number four? Number four is I want hygienists to start thinking in terms of, um, is this a learning opportunity that I'm, I'm paying for CE and I'm getting a learning opportunity? That's fantastic. I've done many years of that. I want them to start thinking in terms of, is this an earning opportunity? If I'm spending money on CE, is it going to benefit me in the long run? Is it going to help me to earn, be more valuable, to be seen as more valuable? Is it going to be something I can put on my resume? Is it accredited? Is it something that's going to enable me to, you know, feed my entrepreneurial spirit and earn more income? The, the hygienist taking on the role of sleep in the dental office will yield huge benefits for that dentist. So they should be compensated for that. And what we're trying to do, or what we have done, is put together a program that will provide you all the education you need to become the expert of sleep in your office. And I'm not just talking airway. Sleep is so much more than airway. Sleep and breathing disorders is one of the classifications of sleep disorders. If your patient comes back to you and says, I had a sleep test and they said, oh, it was, they said it wasn't a big deal. I was mild. Um, but they have profound fatigue. How do you continue the conversation? Do you know what else to look for on their sleep test? Do you know how to talk to them uh, about narcolepsy, about restless legs? What do you advise if they say, oh, I don't have sleep apnea, but I have restless legs? You know, do you find yourself feeling like, I don't know where to go from here? I totally if do. I don't, yeah, I know yeah. how to look at a malampati, but I don't even know what to do with it. Other than say, hey, talk to your GP. Exactly. And so I think that's what the hesitancy is on the part of some people. If the patient asks me a question, I'm going to freeze up like a deer in the headlights. Well, I don't want you to feel that way. I want you to feel confident that you understand sleep. Okay. So periodic limb movements were really high on the test, but the AHI was not significant enough for an oral appliance. What does that office do with that patient? How do you help them? How do you understand what they should be looking for. How can you coach them? Um, I want to provide and empower the hygienist to feel confident in sleep. 
not just airway. And so we've created a program to provide the education. We have eight to 10 CEs every month, automatically a website generated with all the content that you need to be educating the patients. You don't have to know everything up front. You will know as you grow. And as you grow, you should start to see income and benefit from that. Um, yeah, it's a closed loop system that provides you the marketing for it. So I won't get into too many details about that. People can check it out. But putting it together in mind, I had the idea that a hygienist who is interested in getting involved in this and doing more would be able to start within 30 days to see the return on her investment for her earning opportunity that includes CEs. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So what's number five? Number five is you on your own as a hygienist, you are enough. You don't need to have the approval of your dentist to get involved in the world of sleep. I see hygienists who are passionate about helping people who have spent a ton of money and time of their own on learning more, on becoming a myofunctional therapist, on learning the oral systemic links. They've done all of that and yet they are censored in their office or, or made to feel small because their dental provider has not done that. And what I want to say is, let's have that conversation. If the dentist does not want to take the lead and drive that for the patients in that office, the hygienist absolutely can and in a way that supports the dentist. So if they're able to screen for, educate, uh, test, communicate with a sleep doctor, whatever, if they're able to take that on and then send back to the dentist the, the cases for oral appliances and increase the revenue for the dentist, then they should be compensated for that. Almost like uh, working as a contractor within the office and I'm going to sell back my services to you. On the other side of it, some people may want to just set up their own practice. So I coach people all over the world. I charge an hourly fee. Um, I do screening. I do all of those things. I can't handle the number of people that need help, but I can train other people to do what I do. It's really not rocket science. You already have the 80% of the knowledge. You just need 20% of the support to get you to where now you are a sleep champion in your community. I see people all the time calling themselves sleep coaches who basically had a sleep problem themselves. They're not a medical provider, had a sleep problem, tried this, tried that, they sleep better. So now they're selling their services and people are buying them because they are desperate. Desperate for sleep. And, and there's no medical knowledge or background supporting that. And that, that worries me. That worries me because patients are looking for help. They need more than that, right? Like It's like if I had uh, chest pain and I went to somebody else who had chest pain and this is how they were treated. And so that's the treatment that should apply to me. That's dangerous. Absolutely it is. Right? Right. So we want to market an army of sleep trainers that have medical knowledge and dental hygienists are the perfect ones to fill that need. We are wicked smart. You are. You are. <laughs> and we do way more than just clean teeth. Well, the thing is, um, it's been really short-sighted how dental, dental providers have utilized hygienists. 
they've put them in an office and they've just filled their day with people to clean their teeth. Um, I can't even imagine as a nurse with the knowledge that we have just being put into an office and told to wrap ankles for sprained ankles, right? So anybody that comes in, we're going to book you all day for these people that had sports injuries, sprained their ankle. You're going to wrap their ankle all day long. How short-sighted is that when there's so much more I can do and it's so much more fulfilling? Dental hygienists That's are the, the key. right. More They're, fulfilling. You guys are the equivalent to nurses. You have the ability to work to the full extent of your scope. And now I understand not everybody's going to want that. Okay. There are people who are perfectly content with what they're doing. And that's great because it's highly needed. We're looking for people, though, who have that fire in them, who are looking for a little bit more, who are looking to be valued, appreciated, find their work more satisfying, feel like they are changing lives, saving lives all day long. That is more satisfying. But to do that, you should be respected for that and compensated for that. Absolutely. I love it. Well, let's review the top five. So. Number one is we're already oh, it's, we're already looking in the mouth, right? So these are the top five reasons why hygienists are the best sleep cha- champions in the office. So we're already looking there, number one. Number two, one in three people don't get enough sleep. So think about that. You see eight patients a day. How many of those are not getting enough sleep? Frankly, probably all of them, but right. know, we know at least one in three. I can just walk through Costco and diagnose some airway issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Number three, sleep issues are rampant. And I think we've really seen that through COVID. I think we're really starting to understand more and more of that. Number four, understand the difference between learning and earning. I certainly did a lot of learning over COVID, but not a lot of earning. So this is a fascinating way to elevate the career of dental hygiene. And then number five, and I want everybody to say this out loud, mm-hmm. you are enough. Let's all say you it together. Are you enough. are enough. You definitely are. I love it. So Julia, if people want to know more about this training or know more about you, how can they reach out to you? So go and check out bestsleephygienist.com. Okay, that's where you're going to see my impassioned plea to you that we want to help you. And if you want to reach out to me on a personal level, uh, julia at bestsleepmagazine.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today. It has been such a thrill to talk to you. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Now, we all know only four out of five dentists could agree. So if you have something to add to this top five, or you have an idea for a whole nother top five, email me at amandahillrdh at gmail.com and we'll be sure to include your dental top five. Make it a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of your dental top five. Be sure to join us next Thursday to hear more from Amanda. 